Greetings, Force users of all ages, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast where we get to the guts of what makes Star Wars meaningful to us. As always, I'm Dino Nicandros, and I'm joined by Alyssa Simmons. Hello. And Daniel Dawson. Hello, what have we here? Oh, oh my. A new one. Hello there, Lando. But we are not talking about Star Wars today. We are talking about Loki. This is episode four, The Nexus Event, directed by Kate Heron, written by Eric Martin and Michael Waldron. And by God, we're Marvel fans. Oh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. We're Marvel hmm. fans. Hmm. We are Marvel fans. We're also fans of the bisexuals. <laughs> We're fans of the mischievous. We are fans of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. We're, We're fans not of fans show. of our favorite characters being pruned. However. Oh, uh, no. no. I like to prune my plants, not my friends. No, I... Okay, how many did you, did you guys like? I I don't know how vulnerable you guys were feeling, but I definitely squirted some in this episode for sure. Tears, that uh, is tears. Yeah, yeah. Daniel means say, tears. Of, Daniel means tears. <laughs> yeah, I was not ex- Mobius, and then I mean we're gonna get to the end of the episode. We're gonna get to it, but yeah, it was your your general takeaway. Yeah, it was general. a quiet. It was a quiet. No. It was not quiet no. at our house because um, Katie, our friend Katie Deshawn, watched with us. Shout out again, Katie. You're welcome. Hi, Katie. You're part of their podcast now. Hello. Hi, Katie. <laughs> Along and... with our friend Kurt. <laughs> our only two people that watch, yes. that listen. <laughs> and when the really dramatic things happened, she screamed, which which alarmed Dundee, my dog, oh. a lot. So, <laughs> so it went like several, several instances of Katie being like, no, and Dundee being like, Hurrah! like freaking out <laughs> yeah, so it was uh it was that experience Aww, for poor me Sunday. um um yeah i i i i found myself leaning forward i think the most i've ever watching this show like i i legitimately leaned forward i was like <laughs> trying to like i i almost got up to like stare close at the screen because i was like studying i was just like <gasps> oh yeah so I mean, good. They really took us there, they and did. they really <laughs> they went right for the right for the heartstrings. Yeah, right for the jugular. And like MCU knows how to really well, and it's. I think this is also like Disney's favorite thing to do too. Um, it's just yeah, take the ones from you that that you care about the most. Yes. Uh... In a sense, at the time of first watching, it 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 felt like they're gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but there's a big old but there. But they're not. Mm-mm. Seemingly, uh, thank God. Well, um, yeah, and you, I'm I'm sure we'll get to it. I don't know, Dino, if you're if you're. Um, I have no thoughts. Uh, have no thoughts. We, we can end it here. Great, that was a wonderful episode. Shortest we just did. Oh my episode God. ever. Four minutes. Five long. minutes. <laughs> Love it. 
Uh, no, they are not dead. No. But uh, I, I was... I was. Uh, they are not dead yet. They could dance and they could sing. <laughs> Let's see if I leave an opening. Yep. He'll, he'll go for it. He'll Always go for it. I have a musical for every sentence. Sometimes even just one word. He does. No need to call the doctor because he's not yet dead. <laughs> I think I'll go for a walk. <laughs> I feel happy. I'm going to be stone cold dead in a moment. Okay, all right, all right. So mm. I was thinking about what this episode conveyed primarily, mm. or, or a theme, rather. We love a theme. Loki being the only one who tells the truth in a place full of lies. Isn't that, that he, he is the boy who cried wolf? Truly. Yeah. But it, it took being in a place full of lies and deception to finally get Loki to be fucking honest. Drum up the courage to be honest. And yeah. I think we have to thank Sylvie for that in mm-hmm. part. Sure. Yeah, big time. This is probably not the first time Loki's felt genuine emotion because we've, we've seen it before. But yeah. the first time he's felt stirred to action because of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... We're going to jump around a little bit, but I'm thinking particularly of when Mobius uh, is interrogating Loki and he tells her, we, uh, Sylvie got pruned. Yeah, she's gone. So, so, I mean, she's out of your way. And this was after Loki drummed up this, this whole story about how she was a means to an end and that he was the brains behind the yeah, operation. Yeah, it was his plan all along. And... Just, you know, stroking his ego. And... You can see just him silently and internally come apart when when he thinks Sylvie's been pruned. Uh, it was a good what, play on Mobius's part because it definitely worked. It was. It was. And Mobius is is a very good counterpart to Loki. Yeah. In terms of of being able to play the game, as it were. Because uh, who knows how how long he's been doing this? But apparently he's uh, right. Experienced. But that scene further kind of complicates matters in that uh, Mobius highlights the fact Loki has fallen in love with himself. Mm-hmm. Which is He's just great. a giant narcissist. Right. I mean, the, the one person he's truly fallen in love with is an alternate version of himself. Because of and course I'm, it is. I'm kind of surprised Marvel went there. I don't know why, but... Hmm. Because I don't know, we we kind of talked sibling relationship possibly, but the the relate the romantic stuff was undeniable. And I saw and I I read a lot over the past week since the end of episode three. It's like there's no way this is romantic. I was gonna and say like, yeah, there there's still it still remains to be seen whether or not it's gonna be like a lovey dovey like they're gonna start making out relationship. I I but you know yeah, I mean possible, maybe it doesn't but... go that far, but he he's in love with this woman. Yeah, yeah, hands down. There, there I is, mean, there is a, there is a definite love there. Whether or not it's a love for your sibling, or if it's like a love. Well, life. I don't think it's, I well, and this is just interpretation. I don't think, I would have said sibling until the end of this episode when sure, whatever he was about to say to her did not feel like a, I love you as a sister. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I could have told you that even in the train scene when they were first. That, well, that's what I'm to saying. It's other. like. And it's kind of hard to deny that the fireworks were there, and yeah. they weren't. They weren't accidental. No, I just think it's so interesting. Uh, and it would make more sense to cause a nexus event 
you know, by right. like true. Well, and and to. and think about the Nexus event it created when, yeah. it, when think back to episode three, the the timeline was branching to a level unseen before. Like mm-hmm. TVA was very alarmed by what was happening there. Right. Um. Or but, rather, sorry, not episode three. It was it was in this episode, but uh, uh, very concerning for them, and and it still remains to be seen. I asked this question a week ago. Why Loki? Why Loki's in particular are such a problem? Mm-hmm. Or why the TVAs find Loki's Loki variants in particular an Dangerous. issue? But we get a little, a little bit of insight at the big, right at the beginning of this episode. So we uh, uh, fade up to Asgard, and exactly as we remember it, um, it, it looks identical. But we are seeing. Sylvie's origin, and she's she's what eight or nine years old around this around this time, and uh, we find her playing with a little Valkyrie doll, which is a great nod to the Valkyries. But the TVA shows up and arrests this eight-year-old Sylvie, seemingly and, so innocent. Yeah, and it just begs the question. And at this point, she w- already like you know, I mean, assumedly she already knows about her heritage, too. Yeah, but she's yeah, she's. I would think, because you know um, she like mentioned that she's like, oh yeah, they told me I was a adopted. a frost giant, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it begs the question: so, if her very existence is a nexus event or a a branch reality, yeah, why was the it TVA, like her crime being born? Why did the TVA wait eight years to deal with it? Sure. Yeah. Which uh, I mean, maybe that's not an important question, but I, I have well, a feeling no, I'll get it answered. Is. I think it totally is. But what did she do? And and she asks this question of Ravona yeah. towards the end of the episode. What was my Nexus event? And Ravona knows. Yeah, she, she just fucking smirks and is like, "Oh my gosh, remember. she is, she is so good at being a villain." Yeah, because it's so it's so subtle. Yeah, Every, yeah. everything about her. I mean, her, it's not like <laughs> yeah, her her manipulation of Sylvie in the elevator in the in the moment that you're talking about yes. where where she says um yeah i know who you are and um i don't remember i don't remember what your event was that you know basically forced us to kidnap you as a child like yeah. she ooh it's, it's so nasty it's it's, almost, it's it's kind of on the same um well, it's interesting too because there are. Um, I mean, we'll get to it. I'm sure as we describe more of the episode, but there, there was a there was a a number of similarities to, uh, Wanda Vision or just Wanda's journey. Like, because um, there was a similar cut to Wanda in Endgame when, like, you know, she's like, "You took everything from me." He's like, "I don't even know who you are." <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Um, Although at like, that point, Thanos really didn't. Yeah. Right. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you know the similarities to One Division are are well taken in that there are everybody but our main character seemingly knows something's off. Right, right. Um, yeah, but to get back to what you're saying, because Sylvie has a line as well where she says, you know, my just my existence caused caused a Nexus event. Right, right. right. Which, as as you're saying, like if if her being born was the thing that branched the timeline in some capacity why wait until she's eight years old at 10 years old to bring her in like why yeah. not they're just, so evil just take her as a they're baby. so evil why wouldn't they just take her as an infant 
Yeah, or killer mom, or I don't know. I I I have an interesting. Um, well, I also kind of maybe think like, are they just going around collecting, seemingly collecting all of all of the Lokis, you know, um, in some way, shape, or form? Not just the like the ones that are causing Nexus events, but just all of them. Um, well, here here's where there needs to maybe be some clarity, or it's just beyond my understanding at this moment is. If there's one timeline, any variant is is just that, a mm-hmm. variant, and mm-hmm. cannot be allowed to exist. Right. So. Well, I think that there. Because there's no, there's no multiverse. They're, they're not allowing for Yeah, there's the one, there's the one timeline that's allowed. Well, now I'm wondering, though, if, if um, what I'm not completely understanding maybe yet is, like, there is only one timeline but is there a bunch of multiverses that are existing in the exact same parallel timeline? I mean, I don't think so because at least, or at least is that you, is that what they're trying to do? You know what I mean? You like at least trying take, to have them all exist side by side in the exact same like path forward. I mean, maybe, maybe, but the TV. I mean, I, I think back to the the cartoon uh, in the first episode, right. kind of describing the history of everything and. Which, How, I mean, to this point, like, I, I'm going to say the whole thing is bullshit now. Well, yes. Yes, Some, I think some to, of it is. To, I think, yeah, to a large I think degree, the, I think that they're bullshitting. I think the way it was presented is bullshit. But yes. the, the, the general theme of there was a multiverse, there were many universes fighting for survival or mm-hmm. primacy or control, I think that's real. Yeah, that, and I, the TVA I, I stepped in, believable. and I think... Destroyed the multiverse, which, which I, I mean, by definition, the multiverse is where all these variants come from. They're mm-hmm. from right. different universes, and the the single timeline is just that. It's one universe, perfectly planned out from beginning to end, and therefore the others can't be allowed to exist. It's just very odd, and I know we've dwelled on it for a few minutes here, but it's just very odd that they waited. Yeah. Well, I, I, I sorry. Bef- before you were um, you started talking, I, I I was trying to get to a point that I I um that oh god, what was I gonna say? Oh no, it's gone. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Is that um the um the Loki, the like the Loki in the show? Um, yep. you know the one that um stole the that took the uh, the stone and jumped away yeah. and got taken at the beginning of the, of the show. Um, you know, they claimed that his crime was was taking the stone and, and he wasn't supposed to do that. But the yep. Avengers didn't get taken because whatever they were doing was, was supposed to be done. But yep. the argument there is that their path would not have gone down that road had Loki not taken this stone. You know what I mean? The, the fact that he took the stone, drove... Captain America and Iron Man to um, to yes, travel yes. further back in time to get the pin particles and the other stone and you know what I mean so so it would be I think the argument is that he absolutely was supposed to do what he did and that the then the, then the, his his crime is actually a bunch of bullshit and they were just using that as an excuse to take sure. another Loki sure and that and and yes yes. The, I, that is um, well stated, and I think that's that's 
bullshit on their part. But I totally. think the the idea of of other variants being allowed to exist, uh, except for the useful ones, let's say, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, and and maybe Sylvie was use was going to be useful to them, but she didn't give them any time to uh to figure that out because she Piece, escapes yeah, with she a tempad. Right and, well, here's an interesting and, thought and too. Running away, Sylvie, like seemingly, you know, because she was told the truth up front about her heritage. So there was, there's like, you know, seemingly no lies going on. Um, she could have potentially grown up to be a hero as opposed to the villain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we don't, we don't know if she, if she, yeah, certainly if she was treated with more lo- you know, love and respect and there was less resentment on whichever Thor exists in her timeline. Right. If their dynamic was different. Sure. Yeah. There's endless possibilities. Right. Um, um, but yeah, just an interesting thought. Yeah. So, oh, I, I was also gonna say too, just just um, because you you were talking about the the Nexus event time or the 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 line that would like shot straight up when they were showing like signs of love. The other thing that I think that I you know I um I didn't really think about until the second time around watching it was that the 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 bombing of the sacred timeline that she did. They basically like. I guess they just took care of it and it was like, we're all back to normal again. Like that took yep. barely any time. Well, I mean, time works. Well, we, there, obviously, well, and we don't, you know, we don't know how many people they deploy. I mean, yes, it, it happened very quickly in, in our terms, but, but yeah, I guess that my point being is, is that, you know, we were kind of like assuming that like, well, I guess they created the multiverse that just like that. And that's how it happened. But apparently that was, just a misdirect because the multiverse is still, um, or at least the sacred uh, timeline is still keep, intact. But, but they showed us. I think it was important that they showed us that it is possible. Yeah, and how how fragile how how, how it could be done. Yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's a blueprint for how you know maybe Wanda does it. Or, sure, maybe. Well, and I think um, too that was Sylvie's Sylvie's sort of main plan with with making that happen was for the timeline to get so messed up that they were all hella distracted so distracted, she could go right. get into the timekeepers right so her, her, her mission goal, was to, her goal with yeah. doing all the pruning and all the bombing of the sacred timeline wasn't Blood's wasn't really to like fan. destroy the world it was right. just to destroy the to tva distract. so that she could go in there and you know kill the timekeepers which totally yeah well and that's the that's the other big theme of this episode uh they they posit the idea that the universe wants to be chaotic, and they even say something to the effect of, "The truth is chaos." Mm-hmm. This is such a a tale as old as time. <laughs> yes, and and the natural state is the multiverse, mm-hmm. which is fascinating. Yeah, and 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 Sylvie talks about how uh, you wanted to you know wipe me from existence, but. You know, my existence is kind of the reality. Mm-hmm. Like, there are endless universes, and yeah, and that, and, that, and, and, and a multiverse is chaotic, but that's where the truth lies. And there's there's beauty in chaos. Yeah. Yes. Um, so they get they get saved from impending doom. Um, well, not say quote unquote saved. The TVA <laughs> locates them. Right. Uh. And brings them in for interrogation. And 
and it's it's, it's just kind of sad because you can see how disappointed Mobius is in in Loki and just in the prism of their relationship of trust. You were my friend. Yeah, Mobius is just really disheartened by Loki's behavior. Yeah, and he quote unquote softens him up in basically a time loop prison, <laughs> which was a, a great little invention. Um, just delightful. <laughs> I love and it. he's yeah he walks into this cell and he's back on Asgard and he's forced to relive over and over again uh, Lady Sif who has returned Jamie Alexander we haven't seen her since before Ragnarok yeah the um, dark dark what's it called uh, dark world dark world yeah and she walks in pissed off holding pieces of her hair that have <laughs> been cut by Loki as she either you know do, doing whatever Loki cuts some of her hair off and she comes in and, and I think that's actually straight out of like like Norse mythology. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so I I read, but um and she comes in and knees him in the balls over and over again <laughs> relaying her disgust. And as this happens, it does indeed soften Loki up because yeah. just to just to get it to stop, he admits he is a raging narcissist mm-hmm. and is afraid of being alone. And he's admitted so much to himself in the show so far. Yeah, some really hard truths. His revelations come when he is alone. Yeah, which is really interesting. Um, Mental health. We're just doing it in the MCU. But but before Mobius or locks him up, Loki is just yelling at him. You've been lied to. You are a variant. This is this is not real. Mm-hmm. Boy who cried wolf. And part, I mean, but part of it lands. But not this time. Not the boy who cried wolf. No. This time, right? The scenario is, but but yeah. the 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 point kind of registers with Mobius, and I think we start to see the the wheels turning, and yeah, he goes into a meeting in, in such a like a beautiful like subtle Owen Wilson way. Like you could just see it in his eyes. Like it really hit hit deeper. Yeah, yeah. This is this is one of Owen Wilson's better performances. Yeah, truly, I'm, I agree. I am actually blown away by him. Uh, but he goes into a meeting with uh, Ravona, and oh, we, we obviously believe meeting. Loki. Something is very off here, and this whole meeting is just Ugh. tense, it's yeah. spooky. And Ravona's talking about you know, what a great closing the case what a great job mobius has done and mobius is thinking about what loki said mm-hmm. and he's got questions about uh c15 who you remember uh sylvie had real. gotten to when she was introduced and enchanted her and used her memories to, to further her aims well we find out from ravona in this episode that she died because of complications of her enchantment well, that mm-hmm. she deteriorated very quickly and uh, expired. But oh, this doesn't shit. sit this doesn't sit well with with Mobius. Mobius wasn't in the room and said, you know, she seemed fine, you know, whatever. Uh it's then that you know, as Mobius is getting up to leave, they're, they're, he's set to get to meet the timekeepers, like great honor. And mm-hmm. and uh, as he gets up to leave, he switches temp pads and takes and takes Ravona's. What a and basically st- looks through her. Move. Yeah, basically looks through her browser history 
and <laughs> classic mom and, move. <laughs> yes, classic mom moves, and and is able to bring up the interrogation. Yeah, where C fifteen confirms exactly what Loki said. Yep, and and yeah. also see, that she was there, and she's also aware. Ravona. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, Mobius's world is destroyed. I mean, he. His entire existence was a lie. Yes, has been a lie. In Yikes. the um, also we should mention in the spooky um, office meeting with Ravona, she says to Mobius, you know, if there was one place that you would oh. like to mm-hmm. to like, that's you where know, it got the spookiest. Go for me. and be forever. Where would it be? And I think at that point too, his the wheels are really turning for him, and he's like, yep. I can't tell her actually where I would want to go because. Honestly, I don't. I wouldn't put it past her at this moment to just like send me there. Or yep. Um, I mean, and, it, it's it almost sounded like a test, right? Yeah, and because uh, she, you know, she questions him like, "Why? Why are you asking all these questions?" And mm-hmm. you, you did the job. You got it done. Like, move on. And um, he just says, "You know, oh well, where I would want to be forever is just like here, doing the work with you." And uh, yeah, that that whole scene was just so chilling. It was very spooky. Um, it, into him finding out. Also, yeah. um, I'm curious what you guys thought about, um, you know, all of her, like, trophies, you know? Um, and, like, I remember, like, towards the beginning of the episode, or beginning of, I think at the beginning of the show, was it the first episode? Um, she picks up the snow globe from San Diego. Mm-hmm. And, like, just thinking about, like, you know, a guy like from the nineties, like on a jet ski, like that that sounds like a guy from San Diego, you know? I, I'm wondering if that was like a trophy from, from Mobius's him. case. You know? Which is it just yeah. makes it so spooky. <laughs> Maybe. I mean it's possible. He he yeah. seems like he would totally be like a you know, a beach guy. Uh, totally. you know, or 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 like a, a San Diego a, a river guy like he has like a, boat a river or something, guy you know oh sure absolutely takes the jet ski out every weekend mm-hmm. I also think I think Mobius in that moment when he's asked it's it's very well a test but I, I he's just had his or is in the process of having everything he knows shattered I'm not sure he knows like it's it's uh I don't. I don't know where I'd be because I don't even know where I'm from. Yeah, sure. And, yeah, he's fishing, and, and that that there was something before this. I mean, mm-hmm. what? So yeah, it's just it's very. Uh... I'm just imagining also as an actor, like like approaching that, like like that, like I got to give him so much credit where it's due because like that's such a complicated thing to convey, and I think he yeah. did it so well. He just like yes, he looked so uncomfortable. Yeah, he did. He was like trying to keep it together while piecing together that his whole existence was a lie. Yeah, really, really dope performance. So, so he goes to to Loki and pulls him out of the the time loop, and it's like, "Can I? I'm gonna after having it all confirmed. It's like, I I I guess I have to trust a Loki. Like, mm-hmm. Loki turns <laughs> to him. Well, how about how about a friend?" And I think this is the first time there's a, I I didn't sense some underhandedness from from Loki. It's like th- yeah. it's real this time. Totally. And same. Uh, they are confronted 
by Ravona, who discovers Mobius has made off with her temp pad. And this is one of the best moments for Owen Wilson in particular. Oh, God. When, and it and it's interesting to see how it registers with Ravona because uh he says, I do know where I'd go. I I I a, a jet ski. You know, yeah. I, I'd I be where I was before ski, the T V A. Right. Wherever I was before all of this, that's where I'd want to go. And you see it hit her that she That would have been the song in the musical, by the way. Right. Yeah. The I want. <laughs> the I want um, song, right. But for as bad as Ravona turns out to be and how in on the indoctrination and the, the fascism she is. Yeah. There is a bit of... Regret? Oh, brother. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's not... She's not the head of all of this. Right. She still believes in it, I guess. But there's at least a moment of... Of, of question I mean that whatever friendship she had with Mobius I think she at least thought it was There's real but to protect hesitation. that friendship she had to she felt like to protect the friendship she had to lie to him and, yeah and uh, so she's she's kind of finding a battle between whatever's controlling her and and telling people the truth but uh, in a shocking moment uh, she has him pruned oh and, man Prune him. Um, and like right in the oh god, it, it just like the there was like a there was like a quiver in his voice too. It was just so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was that was tough. So they round up. Oh, I, I skipped a bit, and I, I kind of did it purposefully uh, to talk about Sylvie's arc. Oh yeah, but but running parallel to this, right? Uh, Sylvie has. Uh, taken hunter b15 who is also beginning to question all of this yeah and And her acting in this holy crap great in front of rock's cart like holy crap (laughs) yeah like i i just very very impressed with everybody in the show Um, uh, b15 yeah as you said b15 takes sylvie to to the rock's cart apocalypse and Basically asks Sylvie to do to her what she did to C-15. Right. Um, and we learn a little and, bit of uh, a, an, an important thing about Sylvie's um, enchant, enchanting magic is that she can't she can't create memories or right. create things within people's minds. She can yeah. just right. un, she can just uncover and like. And we had talked yeah. about how it's that, something based in a real memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had talked about maybe last week about how that differentiated her from from Wanda, from Wanda and yeah. shows you how powerful Wanda really is. It's yeah, because you, she can create something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, she can and take in, a memory and and make it reality. Right. But C fifteen has given a glimpse into her past. Well, I was gonna say too, like, and I, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm I was confused about this, but like, am I am I I thought that she had seen a glimmer of it before, and that's the reason why she's questioning. Yeah, because right? in in the rocks cart scene in the prior, when she episode, got taken over, she yeah, that's she why she took her. her to, yeah, yeah, that's why okay, she took cool. her to that that uh, place. Yes, um, but I believe did I read that wrong? She she was she was present during the interrogation of C fifteen. Maybe she wasn't. Well, she was she was questioning. She questioned um, Sylvie. 
Well, she asked uh, Mobius. She was like, "Any word on C twenty? Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm and sorry. Um, yeah, right. and he was like, and he already knew at that point that she'd been killed. Right. Um, and right, right. he he lied to her and was like, "Nope, nothing." And and that's, yeah, yeah, her. It was but something. The, the, yeah, you could tell that the wheels were already turning in her yeah. head, but she was just keeping the cards close to her chest. Yeah. So to fast forward, um, Sylvia and Loki are taken before the timekeepers. <laughs> I freaking this is this just. is when I leaned all the way forward. I was like, okay, just full blown Wizard of Oz like, moment yeah. here. Yeah. And, yes. And. Once I Which saw we kind of called, start- right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Absolutely. pat on our backs for that. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. As soon as they started talking, I was like, "Oh, they don't exist." Mm-mm. Yes. They're, Bingo. They're like ho, 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 laughs and stuff. It was just like and just the, the cadence. It was, and so it was great. just very odd. And, yeah, the way uh, that they moved and everything was not like alien-like. It was animatronic like yeah (laughs) almost susian or something i you know actually and the way it was that the the overall look of it i i I can't take credit for this but um uh somebody pointed out and i can't remember who that it um uh it was very reminiscent of the future from bill and ted's excellent adventure (laughs) that like the way Mm. that they're sort of like up like on that little pedestal there and the Mm -hmm. yeah the the three most important people in the world there uh-huh. Isn't that the, what they were talking about? Yeah. Anyway. Um, so Sylvie says she's not afraid of them and that and that uh, the timekeepers are indeed afraid of, of Lokis. And right. it is at this time that B-15 comes in with renewed purpose and renewed sense of self and frees Loki and Sylvie. What is it? What and is her line? She say for always or for all time. For, for all, all time. time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was great. Just a great, another great catchphrase. Totally dope. A great mantra. She's like, I'm taking this phrase back for myself. And we kind of get a a. Uh, it reminded me very vaguely of uh, Rise of Skywalker with hmm. totally the the duel in front of Palpatine and sure. Just, I mean, I don't even think that was intentional. But oh no! But even even kind of the color scheme too is sort yeah, of like right. dark and Just gray, dark blue and and bits of like foggy red and mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so they gain the upper hand, and I don't, I don't know what happens to B fifteen. I mean, she yeah, gets she, taken out, but I don't. She's knocked don't, down, but I don't think that she's been pruned. No, they no. I, they would have made a bigger deal of that. Yeah, they would have shown right. it, but she definitely yeah. got knocked down for sure. Um, but they, they're able to overcome them all, and Sylvie whips a knife at one of the timekeepers, beheads it. So dope. And as we suspected, the head rolls down, and we discover it's a an android. Yeah. A mindless android, as she says. Uh, and Loki says, it never ends. I love it. It was so <laughs> exasperated. It's like, this is like a giant Russian doll of of reality mm-hmm. we're just yes you keep open you know further keep down opening the it, there's a smaller yes, one Pandora's inside. box one one yeah. thing after the other um but it's at this moment when we uh, we talked about this moment at the beginning where loki grabs hold of sylvie and is about to say something very important probably along the lines of i love you, know, you never leave me 
I the love reason you never why leave there was me. almost a Nexus event was because of us, you know? Right. And, yeah. Because there's something here. And he gets pruned from behind <gasps> His by face. Ravona. And, and, and another, like, huge, like, this one, like, in very much gasp. particular, like, was WandaVision, like, like, it was a complete copy of that framing of uh, Wanda. And Vision disappearing. And Vision disappearing, yeah, very yeah. much so. Um, but what was kind of foreshadowing of this moment was that when Luke, uh, when Loki is talking to the timekeepers, he said, I've died a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Another Try song. It. Do it. You know, it's... In the uh, Loki musical. Right. He's like, I... So, if you were looking for any sort of foreshadowing that he wasn't actually going to perish again, that was probably the line that was like... Sure. Yeah. We've done this before. I'll be back. <laughs> It'll be fine. Right. But he's pruned and... Oh, my God. Sylvie is You should have infuriated. seen my fucking face. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I, I was like, just... I didn't do any yelling. It was just all... Oh, <gasps> Yeah, my mouth was actually agape. Like, what? Oh, my God. The amount of twists in such a short amount of time. (laughs) Right. God. They really did it. Uh, But Ravona is about to get, you know, know, she's cornered and and she's like, do it. You know, prune me. Do it. And. Which is interesting because it's like, so obviously she's, she's. There is some kind of regret there. Like she's like, I don't want to keep doing this anymore. Like this. Sucks. Well, and and is Ravona's existence captive? As, right. As a captive, is she? Is that the dynamic? And we'll get to that in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um. But Sylvie says, "No, you're going to tell me everything." Mm-hmm. And then we cut to the credits. Whoa, whoa, whoa! And you're like, oh, you're gonna end it there? How dare you! But then they didn't. But but there but there was a moment <laughs> where I was like, no matter how irrational it was, knowing that Tom Hiddleston is going to be around for a long time. But there was a moment it's like, did Sylvie just become Loki? Mm. Sure. Primary Loki. Yeah. Just for an instant. Oh yeah, I know. I thought that, I, that went through my head too. Um, but then we arrive at a mid-credit sequence where Loki wakes up and asks if he's in hell. And uh, important to note, the hell he's referencing is spelled H E L. Yeah, if you because I definitely Norse was watching with the subtitles too. <laughs> it is it is uh, governed by the goddess of hell. Right. This is Asgardian legend. Her, uh, that would uh, be mythology. his uh, aunt, right? No. We don't, Great I don't aunt? know. Aunt. I didn't look at the family tree. I don't know. Is is do we know who she is from the comics? Uh, I, I don't know. I, don't I have know. N- I've not read the Thor comics. So no, it's what's her face, right? His, 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 his sister. His sister was Hella. Is that who yeah. you're thinking? Yeah. Right. That's isn't not. She... I I don't believe. I don't think that she's the. She was the goddess of death. Yes. Death. Death. But, but she this is like an overseer hell. of the physical place, hell. Yeah. She, oh, and the overseer of hell. So I'm not sure. Hella. I don't think Hella is the same thing. Got it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, but Loki wakes up and, and I knew as soon as this man spoke who it was, mm-hmm. Yep. but he said, no, you're not dead, but you will be if you don't come with us. Come with me if you want to live, which is the yes, other terminated. way of saying that. <laughs> yeah. And the camera switches over and we see 
four Loki variants. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Among them, Richard E. Grant staring down at them, or staring down at him. So let's let's go through our lineup here. <laughs> so so we've got Kid Loki. Yep. Hello, uh, Young Avengers. Hello. Yes. Yes. This Which we are we, now. We did have a feeling that he was going to show up at some point yes. in this series, and we so. have we have three shows now that have introduced us to a young Avenger. Yep. Uh, so we have Kid Loki. We have <laughs> Alligator Loki. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Which, which, if you if you uh, are familiar with uh, the frog variant of Thor, yes, frog. the fact that there is an Alligator Loki and just the symbolism within that I dynamic am the frog prince. is oh, we're gonna fantastic. get we're gonna get Frog Thor in the oh, next movie. Frog sure. as he's no. known. So. Absolutely. Uh, uh, he. Yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. Don't rob us of that. Um, classic Loki, which is Richard E. Grant, basically wearing what Loki wore in the comics he looks for so a funny. very long time. <laughs> Just he looks hilarious. so funny, but what a what a nod to confidence uh, making the costume work. Because when yeah. you pan up, it's like he's wearing something ridiculous, like court jester mm-hmm. meets Asgardian <laughs> god. But Richard E. Grant is such an imposing and menacing figure. Yep. That he, he, you just accept it. Yeah, you believe whatever him. he's wearing. You believe him. Mm-hmm. And and it is the menacing portion of Richard E. Grant's characterization is really important for classic Loki because, as I kind of alluded to in one of our previous episodes, this is the version of Loki that's really really bad. Right. Mm. He's just but like ended up hella. successful. Right. Like mm. this was like Loki fully realized. Obviously, he's he's been pruned, but. Mm-hmm. Pruned. But th- th- this is not a good guy, so it'll be interesting to watch that. And then we have um, uh, boastful Loki, as he's mentioned in the credits, and he looks a lot like Thor. Sure does. He's even he's wielding a hammer. A, he's wielding a Mjolnir. Very interesting. So is this a variant of Loki that basically is a hybrid between him and Thor, or he was the chosen mm. one in his family? Mm. Very interesting to consider. That last shot was so fantastic from the perspective of our Loki on the floor looking oh, looking up to them. This sort of like this interesting like pose. upshot, like of right. all four, <laughs> if you count and, the crocodile as a <laughs> and where they are. Right. Uh, Looks like a devastated New York City. Sure does. It does. And if you remember in the trailer, you can clearly see a dilapidated Avengers, Avengers Tower. Avengers Tower, yeah. Mm-hmm. So is this basically a dispose- waste disposal bin for variants? Hmm. It's, it kind of seems like that. That's what pruning is. Yeah, they just they put them in the timeline that they don't a use A little anymore. basket, right. It's, yeah, like, like, it's like purgatory. Yeah, like right. a weird... It's not, yeah, it's not any place really yeah not heaven or hell it's somewhere in between they just exist there like seemingly indefinitely because i mean they I guess they are yeah and, and that's that that is the question does time exist there um uh or or are they in some like do they age like like can people die in this weird timeline i'm very interested to see what the hell um yeah. what the hell yeah and it brings up renewed speculation on where the TVA exists. Right. Well, I mean, we know it's outside of what our understanding of time and reality is. Mm-hmm. 
but I've I've circled back around to uh, the quantum realm, right? And our and our too. understanding of it, and solely because so solely because of uh, somebody we've been talking about a fair bit, and they haven't shown up yet. Kang the Conqueror. Right. Uh, as we've stated several times, he is supposed to appear as the main villain in uh, Ant-Man Quantumania. If Kang is using the quantum realm to hop around, presumably, and if we are going to presume at this moment, and it might be incorrect, actually, but if we are to presume at this moment that he is somehow behind the TVA, given his comic relationship with Ravona, if, if he's been the guy who kind of orchestrated all of this, does the TVA exist in the quantum realm? And is hmm. is the quantum realm, is our understanding of it, that it doesn't exist, that there isn't a quantum realm in each specific universe, that it is indeed its own thing th- thing outside of space and time? And that makes more sense the more you think about it. I think so. Because I, I, I think my original hypothesis was that there was a, you know, maybe a version of the quantum realm in each timeline. Oh, or interesting. Or, or I see. If, you know, you know what I mean. Like different, yeah, that channels hasn't even of it, I suppose. By, but that's very interesting. But I don't. I I think it makes a lot more sense if the quantum realm, as like a whole, exists outside of all of this. Yeah, that would make a. It would just make digesting the idea of a TVA a lot more similar, or a lot more easy because we've already been introduced to at least a you know a baseline of how the uh, the quantum realm works. Sure. Well, I, I see. I think I see. I now. I I think I understand why you would think the way you thought because, um, you know, uh, the Avengers traveling through it to travel able to hop time, around in it. Yeah. You know, they they if if it was like a means to go not just through the one timeline but to you know several different multiverses. Then, like when they come out the other side, how do they know that they're in the same yeah universe? Right, yeah. right, and that's exactly it. In Endgame, it's explained. You jump in at one point and come out another, but on that timeline. Right, right. But maybe maybe our, well, I don't think it's a maybe anymore, but I think our understanding of the quantum realm is about to be expanded. Yeah. Probably, for sure. In the next for few sure. years. No doubt. So so is this like a, uh, to get back to it, is this purgatory a, uh, I, I think it's a, a wastebasket for, for variants okay. and and there won't just be Lokis there. Yeah. I was oh yeah. Say, well, that... my, my thing is who else is there? Well, yeah. And is, is Mobius there? And okay. I will say too, like, so, um, you know, obviously that was like, <gasps> Oh my God, Mobius is gone. And then the second time I was like, okay, calm down. And also I remember, I remember watching the, the trailer, like the original trailer, or maybe it was the, the, the more expanded trailer. I think it was a more expanded one, but, um, there's a scene with Mobius in it that we still haven't seen yet. Um, yeah. like with him driving around, I think like in sort of like an Egyptian looking yeah. background. Um, Egypt, I think. So, so yeah. So he he's obviously coming back what? in the show, whether or not it's a flashback, but it probably isn't. Like he's so is he on this this wherever this is where Loki is, or is he on his own like purgatory planet? Um, here a little deep dive. Um, I can't take credit for um for this for this theory, and um I. I'm an idiot because I didn't take it down, but it was something I saw on TikTok. <laughs> so here we go. Um, 
But there there might be precedent for it. Even if it's not, it's just like, oh, that's really, really fun. Um, but have you heard of Battle World? Yes. You have? Uh, it's from Secret Wars. Okay, yes. So there's been a lot of random references to Secret Wars, right? Kind of? Well, okay, well, just like looking into it, um, I mean, I'll just like effing read from the uh, marvelfandom.com. Um, the history is like following countless incursions across every reality. The multiverse was destroyed. Doctor Doom and Doctor Strange were confronted. The... Wait, wait a sec. Wait, Whoop. I'm going to stop you. Go, please. Because I'm I'm reading Hickman's Avengers right now, which oh. leads into Secret Wars. Oh, do not go any further. I'm it's so gonna, sorry. It's going to ruin something for you. <laughs> I don't, yeah, don't want to know some... how it happens. Yeah, but but you you bring up a very good point, Daniel. And we've actually talked about how Hickman's Avengers. And these incursions that Daniel just mm-hmm. described. Yeah. It sounds awful lot like what was going on before the TVA stepped in. Right. Or what they were trying to prevent. Yes. D- different universes destroying each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and uh, well, here's the thing, too. It's it's very similar to what Kane the Conqueror does, where he, like, takes trophies from each of the timelines that he, mm. like— you know, conquers and puts them all into yeah. one little, and that's his like his base of operations is like, right. you know, like it. I think it's sort of similar. That's what Battle World is kind of like. Yes. Um. So it's very plausible that they could be on something at least maybe loosely based on that. Right. And the the idea there is they take variants from all these different universes and they fight. Yeah. They just it's fight. a big tournament. Right. Mm-hmm. Which would explain why the place is like in such shambles. It's just yeah. like. And, and and also why like when you look at the trailers like it looks like New York but like there's seemingly weird there's something off about it like yeah like, yeah, it, like yeah. different voids where they shouldn't be and like um yeah so I, I'll be really interested to see what it actually is but I love the 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 different um oh here's another fun theory I don't know I don't think this is actually legit but like but like a what if kind of thing and it like is like ooh that's so fun that would make a cool comic but um going back to the timekeeper's room um and like Obviously, the design aesthetic is just dope as hell. So, I mean, even if it was just for the look of it all, it looks really cool. But the 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 symbol behind them, the red symbol, yeah. um, is at least you know highly reminiscent of uh of like Wanda's hexes that she that she made at the end of the of the series. Um, oh, like the runes. Like, the runes. Sorry. Yeah. So it was like a like you know like the protection spell that she created so that mm-hmm. you couldn't perform any spells within that space. Which I mean is interesting because Loki obviously can't use any of his powers within there, and which is interesting too. It makes me feel like um, it, it brought me back to WandaVision. Like if one of the stones was inside of that hex, do you think it wouldn't have worked? If one of the stones uh, was in, if one in, of, in you're about the Infinity Stones, if yeah, if, if one of the Infinity Stones was in the Wandavision hex, do you think it would have worked? Well, didn't Vision have his? Well, technically, Did it wasn't. It? it wasn't really like she had created it through her. But like, white, memory. Right, white, but it, white Vision was there with a stone. But it, well, it's no, not a but stone. He though. didn't have. He didn't have a stone. It's like a digitalized like oh, that's recreation. Right, I don't. I don't know. I hadn't yeah, thought about that. I don't. That. I don't know. 
Well, so I guess my my point being is is that like there if you there are similar hexes not not I mean similar runes ish or they they could look like runes around the room that the timekeepers are in, and um, we don't know who is ultimately controlling the TVA or the timekeepers. Like, is there like a are, are they just mindless mindless um mindless androids or are they puppets and they're actually being puppeteered by somebody or something or whatever or a group of people or something but um, well i mean what if what if sorry the the big what if i was getting to is like what if effing wanda was behind the tva what (laughs) could you imagine like so like her like she she goes effing crazy looking for her kids and she finds this tva is sort of like in her way so she like basically is like nah I'm taking over the TVA now and this is the only way I'm going to be able to find my children so I'm going to make everything like all uniform there's only one timeline and she's looking for her kids looking for her kids um I I don't think that that's the way it's going to go down but like what a cool way to start a comic I I think that's that that theory that I that somebody Oh damn it! I wish I could give them credit. I need to go back and find them, but it was really—it got me really excited. I was like, "That's very, very fun." But it, it, regardless of whether or not it's true, one. it does make the wheels turn as far as like you know what is actually going on in that room. Like, if it was just an aesthetic, or if those are legit like magic runes, um, you know, specifically there to either keep magic from happening in that room or to or if they were actually a part of what is um you know making the uh the timekeepers work i guess hmm. yeah i i need i need to sit with that one for a bit <laughs> let, let it digest and if anybody else out there Just has any thoughts the timing, about it like the like timing comment of it and all because so, i yeah yeah what if it if it is wanda it would have to have all been done very rapidly well i mean that's the thing is that time time doesn't really time is kind of a moot point in the tva you know so like she could have moved at any speed but so is the idea that the tva existed and she just hijacks it kind of yeah okay like maybe at some point there was really a time they were actual timekeepers but then she was just like yeet and she like made some androids and I mean it's it's really out there but I I do love that that idea that that makes her much more of a villain than than maybe she really is but yeah. um but it's cool cuz really if time doesn't really exist in the TVA then you could you could really just um you could explain away her like her delving that dark into a deep deep like evilness that it's like it was a really long time it took to get there but she got there you know instead because like to us it feels like a blip in time but she actually spent like who knows how many years so in this theory in this theory wanda has gotten all of these variants and like made them her slaves or they already existed within i think yes that in that theory that she is, she is, she is taking, she is taking like slaves and she is, and the Lokis are, are uh, seemingly in her way. She's found that the Lokis are, are like 
the the variant that she can't really control because um her your mind tricks do not work on me <laughs> you know it just it, it i know t- time doesn't exist in the tva but considering the events i'm just thinking of of time as we know it in our timeline so if the events of wandavision are about six months after endgame and loki kind of kickstarts about six months before wandavision mm-hmm I just can't yet square how Wanda would have done all of that. Because, oh, yeah. Because like I said, it's like it's it's like it's such an out there thing. It just makes I, my imagination run wild, and I love it. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah, I just it sounds. I, I, it, it's to your credit, Daniel. It sounds more like a a fun fan fiction. A com, a, yeah, a fan fiction than possibly something that they but, would. But but you do bring up a good point about like the. I mean, there could be. A magic element. Yeah, maybe there's some yeah. other magic here. person that's that's control- that's the man behind the curtain. We do wrap we do wrap Doctor Strange into whatever this saga is, right? And he's seemingly going to be very interested in what Wanda's doing, and so yeah, I don't I don't know. And, and that's then, the other and question. Then, like it, it raises a uh, um, another question about whether or not. Well, I, here I'll pose this question to you guys too. Do you feel like? Um, the man behind the curtain may actually be like another Loki. I thought when we were talking about variants a couple weeks ago, I thought like Richard E. Grant's Loki might be mm. the guy that, but, but it seems like he's a team player. It's, it seems like he's, uh, I think that was a bridge too far as far as he's concerned. I think he's, he's just one of the gang. Yeah. 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 Sounds like it could be, I mean, I, I that's a it's not a bad theory that because I mean the show is called Loki. It would be a really cool twist if it was just like, and the reason why he needs to get rid of the other Lokis is because like he's you know a narcissist and he's like I'm the only fucking Loki bitch. I'm getting rid of all you bitches. Or he yeah. knows that like Lokis are the only ones that possibly could potentially find him out. Well, and because he he himself is a Loki, and he was the only one that was able to overthrow the Timekeepers, and so he's just like, you know, if I was able to do this, I bet another Loki would be able to do it, too. I should probably get rid of them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But it's an interesting theory. Um, Yeah. Hmm. I feel... I, I feel like Kang is... If he's not the the prime person involved he is involved in this somehow yeah yeah i i it would be it, it, at this point it's like uh, yeah i would i mean i'm i would almost put his like at least somewhat involvement like almost at 70 percent like for me it feels like it feels very likely yeah but but, but it's we probably, have been wrong before it's probably mephisto though yeah it's, no, that's a 99%. Yeah. You know, the runes. The runes. <laughs> the, the evil red runes from hell. Um, yeah, I... I um, I, there's t- two little unrelated Easter eggs that I, I did enjoy in this episode that I, I singled out. Oh, yes? Um, when Mobius is talking with B-15... Uh, he he mentions all of his other cases of 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 people he's brought in, and he mentions Cree 
titans and vampires. Yes, yes. And so welcome, Blade, to... Mm-hmm. We don't know when that movie's getting made yet, but we know it's coming. It's coming. We've only gotten a, one a other mention of vampires. vampires in the MCU, I think. Um, and it was from um, Kulk. Um, I think in oh, Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. like talking about he, he he's he's he picks up a weapon like a three-pronged weapon he's like so it's really only good if like three vampires are like standing together in a group <laughs> and also it occurred to me that when we discover uh that the timekeepers are androids sam wilson was proven correct that indeed there is a big three of enemies androids aliens and wizards there it is oh bitch I there love it that. is. Those sons of bitches. Also, the, the robot mentioned from uh, episode one of Loki that no right. robots were allowed in the TVA. Right. But well, and that's through that the, detector, I was like, the, uh. <laughs> but you bring it. I, I didn't even think about that, Alyssa. That's a brilliant yeah. point because, I mean, why, why do they have that test? And it's probably because, like, a, uh, another android or robot would be, like, more more prone to being able to figure out that the timekeepers are that's a robot uh, mm-hmm. robots yeah very huh. interesting huh 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 very well interesting. we've got we've got two episodes left oh and unbelievable that they're gonna wrap this up in two episodes good well, some of it because it has been greenlit for a sec- uh, season two so yeah i mean that so that if that is if that is if that is the case like there's there's obviously because it feels like they're building up to a really big whatever and and it's probably which i might be sad and upset about but it feels like there's going to be a big old uh cliffhanger a big old cliffhanger and or loki season two could focus on other variants possibly yeah very plausibly because but, uh, oh who said this Damn it! I really need to start taking notes of the things that I hear this from. But um, <laughs> you've, you've credited like no, zero people. Credited, non-credited, like six sources today. <laughs> yeah, just today alone. <laughs> um, uh, um, I think this was another TikToker actually. Oh, um, no. I need to get my ass out of off a of TikTok. But I I do love it because it does. There's there's a lot of really great ideas out there. Um, but uh, one of which there's a um. There's been so many questions about why we haven't seen any like any 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 footage of the new Spider-Man movie, and it comes out this this Christmas, right? Yes, mm-hmm. it makes it makes zero sense that we've seen nothing from it yet. Well, I I, I well no, I think there's two things. So, uh, one, Sony's in charge of their marketing. So, well, yes, so, but. Well, not really two things. One thing: Sony is in charge of their marketing, and they're Sony been and they're Sony <laughs> Eternals. Eternals. They, oh, oh. They, they've they've got a lot to juggle right now, and I think sure. the instruction has been Spider Man is ha- like and it's imminent. It's like in the next couple weeks, right? From the sound of it, yeah. It'll I believe be in, that's we'll true. get a trailer in July. But the nerds on the internet are pissed about that. Like any new, tra- like the Shang Chi, the newest Shang Chi trailer that they posted. Yeah. Half of the comments on the trailer are just like, "Where the beep is my Spider-Man, Spider-Man. trailer?" Yeah, they're like, "Damn it!" But I, um, there, there is the thought, which I think is very fun, um, that they're waiting until after Loki is over because there is an event 
within Loki that may be affecting that show and also apparently the multiverse of madness. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I can, it's, I can, I can. It's definitely possible, that. but I just think about it practically. We're in the middle of a show. Black Widow comes out next week. Yeah. Then they released an Eternals trailer and a Shang Chi trailer. There's so much. It's like they, they don't want to oversaturate, yeah, and they're sure. not going to want to give away the store in that trailer. So definitely, whatever Spider Man trailer it's going to be, guys, you're. My prediction is you're not going to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. No. They are not no. giving away any of that. No, We're probably not even going to know. Well, that would be so lame. It's going to be a giant mystery. I, I really hate when trailers give too much away. Well, I yeah, really like do. the uh, Rise of Skywalker, biggest, big, big, I think biggest example I can think of in the past like couple of years, yeah. like where they gave away the movie. They gave away the whole fucking movie, and like I think if I if I hadn't known um, that that. Um, Palpatine came back like like that would have been a much I think I think it would have been much more effective like whoa if I yeah. <laughs> yeah if that first scene when Kylo Ren shows up and you hear Palpatine's voice I like, would have died I would have yeah. died well, would have they landed. were just really trying to bring back the people that yeah. you know hated Last Jedi so I suppose much. I suppose but but you know they every they, word I, of that script <laughs> I think that they could have um, but I I mean I think regardless it's still the, the movie would have been yes as for sure problematic as it was but um, i wouldn't be surprised if the spider-man trailer they pull an infinity war and put in false shots yeah. or or uh oh there's yeah a, there's a there's a a shot in one of the infinity war trailers where you have captain america and everybody running at the at thanos's army but it right. has hulk in there yeah Hulk's right. not in the movie right right and yeah so there's gonna be don't Lots Take of everything they put in that trailer with a grain of salt. For sure. 100%. Especially, yeah, if it's going to be dealing with like a whole multiverse. I mean, like, good Lord. Yeah. There's just <laughs> infinite amount of possibilities as to what it could be. Oh, um, my. Oh, wow, wee, wee, wow. Yeah. Well, well, that was the Nexus oh event. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Crazy episode. We have so much coming up, you guys. We have um, our Bad Batch episode will be next. And then yep. next week we'll do... Um, the following episode of Loki and Black Widow. Because <gasps> we right. are seeing That's Black true. Widow next Thursday. Oh my God, we're going to have three episodes in the same week? Are we going to be like... Buckle up. Uh, yeah. Whoa. So, lots of stuff. Content! We hope Black, that... Black Widow, watch at your discretion, because obviously you need to yes. see the movie oh, before for you watch. Sure. So it's, yeah, it's not sure. time sensitive. Yeah, yeah. To, that one you don't listen have to, to listen one. to right away. Unless you no, see no. the movie the same night as us and you want to right. geek out with us. Hella um, hype, though, because allegedly is it is the the best solo MCU film to date. That's what they're saying. That's, I'm what, that's what someone People said. Saying. That, that yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to give it that until I see it because I've oh, got some, some, some favorite, uh, <laughs> like Iron Man comes to, to mind. Yeah, sure. and there it's it's all it's all you know, it art is. But if it's if it's anything like Winter Soldier, Civil War kind of vibe of spy thriller, which I suspect it is, then mm-hmm. yes. Oh, and don't go Very reading the reviews, you guys, because I started to read a review and it was like, oh my god, they're just explaining the whole movie. Good lord. Yeah. Yeah, yeah reviews do are not um, reviews anymore; they're summaries. So they're don't, literally yeah. summaries. So <laughs> right. don't read them. Um. Yeah. So lots of fun stuff okay. coming up. Thanks for listening, and 
Yeah. Yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe and don't. comment and let okay. us know what your thoughts and feelings are. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, <laughs> yes, do that. All those things. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast. I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Dino Nicandros. May the Force be with you. Always. <laughs>